Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Lord, we say, how lovely is your dwelling place. O Lord Almighty, for my soul longs and even faints for you, faints for you, O God. For here my heart is satisfied.
Welcome to our Thursday night broadcast of Prayer International Radio. 
I'm your host, Sean Holmberg, along with your co-host, Christopher Herzog, and we're going to start off with a prayer request for Linda, a prayer request received through um, our email, and that is prayerinternational at gmail.com, and Linda needs healing from hurt and disappointment in the past and deliverance from the bondages of the past. <sighs> Father, I don't know who Linda is, but you do. Father, you know exactly where she's at and your presence is in the very room she's in right now. So, Father, I ask for the wind of your Holy Spirit to sweep through the room where she's at, Father. Holy Spirit, that you would comfort her heart, that you would bring to her the peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, that you would deliver her and set her free from the worries and fears and expectations about anything that happened in the past. You declared through Paul where he said, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching toward those things which are ahead, I press on. And so, Father... In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we come to you in agreement and we come to you in intercession for Linda, Father, asking that you would deliver her from her present situations, Father, that you would be her safety and that you would be her shield, Father, that you would be her exceedingly strong tower, her tower of refuge, Father. Father, Help her to become rooted and grounded in your word and rooted and grounded into your truth, Lord. Father, speak to her in the day and, Father, speak to her in the night. Father, and never cease, Lord, to proclaim your word to her and over her and in her. Father, thank you that you have a marvelous and magnificent plan for her life. Father, that she is anointed not with things of the world, but with the whole, from the Holy Spirit that you have sent to us. So, Father, we declare the blood of Jesus over Linda, Father. We speak freedom into her life right now according to your word, Father. We speak deliverance. We speak restoration. We speak renewal, Father, and we speak peace and healing into her life. Thank you, Jesus. Our call-in number tonight is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything at all, um, give us a call. Um, we have a chat room open and some amazing men and women of God who are in there. Um 
pretty much we're here for you. And whatever needs you have, we're here to pray with you and to agree with you and to believe with you. And the Lord of heaven and earth, Jesus Christ, is here to meet you at the point of your need. And he is faithful and true to perform his word. Thank you, Jesus. Father, tonight, Lord, we set aside everything from today and we cl- we come to you, Father, Lord, asking for revelation and asking for wisdom. You said, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask and you will give to all liberally and without reproach, Father. So, we come asking for wisdom and we ask for grace, Lord. Father, we ask that you would be glorified tonight. Jesus, that your name would be glorified. Father, give us discernment and give us understanding, Father. Open our ears that we can hear those things that you would speak to your body and to your bride, to the church, Father. Father, take our hearts and make them sensitive to your spirit. Make them sensitive to your heart, Father. Let us be one with you, as Jesus prayed once before. Father, let us become one with you in our heart, in our mind, in our actions, Father. Father, we desire intimacy with you. We desire to dwell in the habitation of your presence, Father. And even your word declares that we are being built up together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. So, Father, we yield our lives to your Holy Spirit. Father, we yield our minds and we yield our hearts. Father, we yield our lips. We yield everything to you that you would use us and that you would work in us and work through us, Father. And that we can experience the joy that comes from working hand in hand with you. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're going to get into (laughs) a little bit of the word tonight. Um, And me and Chris had actually talked about this yesterday, and we were both, I don't want to, I don't think scared is the right word, but, um, and not even procrastinating. But I'm going to start on the book of Hebrews, which is an incredibly deep book. And Hebrews is one of those books that you could study for your entire life and never fully get it all. And, you know, the thing about reading the Word is that without the Holy Spirit taking the Word and making it alive, it's just words, even though it's the Word of God. And what I mean by that is, 
that you can read the Bible over and over again. You know, people read the Bible who don't even seek after the Lord. They read it for whatever reason. But there's something different that happens when you come to the Word seeking Him. And when you come to the Word yielding yourself to the Holy Spirit to reveal the Word to you, and that the Word leaps off the pages and becomes alive. The Holy Spirit will take scriptures and bring a new meaning and new revelation to those scriptures that you hadn't ever seen. There's times I've read scriptures in the Bible that I must have read a thousand times and even some I've just skimmed over and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit will, something will just catch my eye and a revelation will come of meaning about something that it says. And, you know, revelation that you hear from other people is great. And there's a lot of tapes and books and there's a lot of ministers who have had amazing revelations from the Lord according, I mean, regarding the Word of God. And you can learn so much that way. But there's something different that happens when you get your own revelation from the Lord. When you're actually seeking Him and you're allowing yourself the time to really dwell upon the Word and to contemplate the Word and to meditate upon the Word and to let the Word become alive to you and that those revelations change your life. Those revelations spark a fire in your soul and spark a fire in your spirit and give you a glimpse into the mind of God. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ, but it also says that no man, that it says that no one knows the heart and mind of the Father except for the Spirit of the Father, which is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit reveals to us the mind of the Father. You know, the Bible says in Amos, it says that the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals it to his, first to his servant, the prophets. And the Father is always communicating. He's always wanting to reveal things to us, to explain things to us, to teach us, to guide us. You know, the Holy Spirit is a guide. He will lead us and guide us. And I want to say lead us and guide us in the truth, which is true, because the Holy Spirit does nothing but magnify and glorify Jesus. And the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to us. And when we read the Word of God, it actually reveals the character and the person of Jesus. You know, someone told me once that if you're blind and you can't read the Bible, to just read Jesus. Because when you read the Scriptures, that's where it points from start to finish, from Genesis all the way to Revelation it's about him. And yet, for some, it's a mystery that hasn't been revealed. And we are the sons and daughters and the children of the Most High God. And we have the Holy Spirit giving us revelation and opening our eyes that we can see and understand that this scripture is I mean, I want to say like an autobiography and a biography about 
the King of kings and the Lord of lords, about the Lamb of God who was slain before the foundation of the world, and about this intricate plan that the Father had to demonstrate his own love to us. And so, anyway, back to Hebrews. Hebrews is one of those books that, wow, it's just, anyway, so we'll just get into it. Um, And we're just going to trust the Holy Spirit to give us revelation as we read. And chapter 1, verse 1, it says, God. (laughs) I love it when it starts off like that, because in the beginning and everything, it's always him. I read a book once that was called, um, now I can't think of the name of it, Captivating. Or, no, it wasn't Captivating. It was Wild at Heart. And I believe that was the book. I could be wrong. No, it was called, um, sorry, now I can't remember it. Anyway, it's a famous book. Um, but the first line of the first sentence of the book said it wasn't about you. And I thought that was amazing because it's the one thing we don't really always realize is that it's not always about us. And most of the time it's not about us. It's about him. And anyway, so God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, from the beginning, the Father was laying out a blueprint and telling people from the beginning of the coming Messiah. And he spoke through the Holy Spirit to holy and righteous men, to patriarchs and prophets, revealing in in bits and pieces the coming Savior, and then in the fullness of time, Jesus came and the Father declared the same message through him, and yet the only difference is Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, and I and my Father are one, and the Bible declares that he is the express image of the Father, that he is the direct representation of the glory of the Father. And it says, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world's And it's interesting, um, someone told me once, or I read it once, that everything we see, the universe, the stars, the planets, I'm amazed by science because we and humans have discovered so many planets and stars and galaxies and that are beyond comprehension and the minuscule size of this little earth on which we dwell 
which isn't even a pin drop in comparison to some stars that are in our own solar system, let alone our galaxy, or I mean, not, I mean, that are, in, that are small compared to our galaxy, and let alone all the other galaxies that are out there. And the fact is, scientists say there are possibly millions of galaxies out there. And I heard someone say once that all of that was made through a relationship with God and the Son. And it it was the, the creation itself was an expression of the relationship between the Father and Jesus. And it says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But to the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth. And the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. And they will all grow old like a garment. Like a cloak, you will fold them up. And they will be changed but you are the same and your years will not fail. But to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? It's, unbelievable to comprehend and to attempt to comprehend the nature of Jesus Christ. He is, was, and always will be God. 
in a way that we can't fully comprehend. He said that him and the Father are one. And that, and I think it was one of the disciples had said, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And, you know, it says there in Hebrews that the Creator, you know, it says in Colossians that by Him all things exist and consist, that through Him everything that was made was made, and without Him nothing was made. This same Jesus Christ, who was in the beginning with God, and as the first chapter of John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This Jesus, who through him the entire existence that we know it was created, and is being held together by him, this same Jesus came and by himself purged our sins and by himself became the sacrifice and by himself became a redeemer and by himself became our intercessor and our high counselor and our high priest and our redeemer. And it goes back to something I said the other night. You know, it says in Revelation, and it talks it, shows, it talks about this scene from heaven where night and day, angels and an um, innumerable multitude will stand and sing, Holy, Holy, Holy. Is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Holy, holy, holy. You know, I remember this song, it's, which everybody's heard, and it's I Can Only Imagine. And it talks about this moment of which we're all going to experience coming face to face with him who died for our sins. When we will stand before him and behold this, the holes that are still in his hands and the holes still in his feet and the holes still in his side. And we will stand before him who is victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Him who was victorious over our sin. Him who was victorious over the enemy and has cast the enemy down and taken the keys and taken dominion and authority over all things. And we will stand before him and what can we possibly say? 
but holy, holy, holy are you, Jesus. Son of the living God. And even now, we were given the Holy Spirit. And this Jesus said, He said, it's to your advantage that I go to I go away. For if I do not go, I cannot send the Ruach HaKodesh, the Helper, the Holy Spirit. And it says that he would lead us and guide us into all truth. And to take what is, of what is mine and declare it unto you. And he said that all the Father has is... He has given to me, and therefore I said he will take what is mine and give it to you. And this same Holy Spirit, who raised Jesus Christ from the dead, dwells in us and among us and reveals to us this Jesus whom we serve. And it's all about him. Once again, our call-in number is 619-638-8458. And we'll be right back.
For International Radio. Our call in number is 619-638-8458. And we have a prayer request for Jason Wheelington, <clears throat> who needs healing. And so, Father. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, in the name of your Son, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Father, we ask for complete and total healing over Jason, Lord. Holy Spirit, Father, fire. Consume every bit of illness, every bit of disease. Right now, Father, complete and total restoration of every organ. In the name of your Son, Jesus, thank you for your blood, Jesus. Thank you for your blood, Jesus. You know, something that occurred to me is if you go through the Bible and look at the times that Jesus healed people, it wasn't always their faith. Sometimes it was just his. Sometimes it was other people's. There's a story of a man who was paralyzed and his friends the Bible doesn't say whether the guy who was paralyzed even knew who Jesus was. But it says his friends, because they couldn't get to Jesus, tore through a roof and lowered their friends their, lowered their friend down to Jesus. And Jesus healed him. And there's the woman who had the issue of blood for years and had to press through the crowd to get to Jesus because she knew that if she would just touch the hem of his garment, she would be made whole. And then there was the man who was sitting at the pool who had been in a horrible condition for so many years. And Jesus just walked up to him and asked him if he wanted to be healed. And Jesus healed him. And so... It's not always about having the most faith for there is even someone in the Bible when Jesus said all things are possible for him who believed, he said, I believe, Lord, but help my unbelief. And so we continually read the Bible and continually try to hear praise reports and be around those people who see these things and see healings so 
because it builds our faith up. And it builds our faith when we hear testimonies of the things that the Father has done. Because we know he's faithful and we know that his word is true. And so we declare out the word of God over the situation, regardless of what the situation is. And and it, it really doesn't make a bit of difference what the situation is, whether someone has a broken toe or whether someone has cancer or whether someone has heart issues or whether someone is a step away from dying because it's the same blood. It's the same name and it's the name of Jesus. And the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. Trusting not in our feelings. Someone asked Smith Wigglesworth once, about his faith and he said I don't believe what I see or what I or he said I'm not moved by what I see or by what I feel or by what I hear I'm only moved by what I believe and we believe that like Peter said that he is the Christ the son of the living God we believe the Bible where it declares that by his stripes we are healed. We believe the Bible where Jesus said, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We believe the word of God where it declares that if two or more of us are standing together in agreement, he is there in the midst. And we believe the word where Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And we believe the words that say that if we know he hears us, then we know we have the petitions we ask of him. And the Bible says that the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. And, you know, the Bible says that we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But it also says that it's not because of us, it's because of him and we're made righteous in him and through him and because of him. And so the righteousness is just taken care of by Jesus automatically. <laughs> so the effectual fervent prayer of those who plus, place their trust in Jesus availeth much. And so it doesn't matter what you're facing today. Our God is bigger. It doesn't matter what the obstacle is, because he's bigger than that. It doesn't matter what the disease is, what the sickness is, what the anything is, because he's still bigger. He stood in front of the tomb of Lazarus and called Lazarus out from the dead when he had been dead for three days. And this same Jesus said, the works that I do, that you shall do greater. And we don't glorify ourselves because it's not about us. It's about his word. And the fact that his word is still true today as it was 2,000 years ago. And his promises are still true today as they were 2,000 years ago. 
And the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, is the same Holy Spirit that he was 2,000 years ago. And the blood of Jesus, which was shed on the cross, is just as powerful today as it was 2,000 years ago. And the word of God, where he declared that my word would not return to me void, but will accomplish that for which I sent it, is the same word today as it was 2,000 years ago plus. The Bible declares that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And our God is still the God of Israel. He is still the God of the church. And he is still a God who cannot lie. And is always faithful. So, if you have something or an issue where you're sick in your body, take one of your hands and put it over whatever part of your body is sick. Father, Lord, we come. Father, we come before you rejoicing in your word. Father, completely blown away and amazed by how faithful you are and how awesome you are. Father, so we are standing and coming into agreement with you upon what you said. And so right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we declare and command complete and total healing over every body part. In the name of Jesus, we command and declare restoration. Father, restoration and reconstruction in the name of Jesus. Father, restoration and reconstruction in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in your name, Father, we ask for every heart to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we command this heart to function right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Completely made new, whole. In the name of Jesus. Every migraine gone right now in the name of Jesus. Every arthritic pain right now go in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever the need is right now, you are there. And so, Father, I ask that you would meet their need, Father, and completely and totally heal them. Completely and totally healed, Father, for your glory. For your glory, Jesus. For your glory, Jesus. 
our call-in number is 619-638-8458. This is Prayer International Radio. Um, if you need prayer for anything, give us a call. If you can't get to a phone, our email address is prayerinternational at gmail.com. And we will be back in just a minute.
know, sometimes we <laughs> sometimes we just have to rejoice and <laughs> you know, it says that there's a time and a place for everything. And sometimes sometimes it's time to cast off the sackcloth. And I know a lot of us sometimes hold on to it a lot more than we should. But it's time to take off the garments of mourning and the garments of shame and the sackcloth. Because today, you have been made righteous by Jesus. Today, you have been delivered. Today, you have been set free. Today, you have been sanctified. Today, you are seated at the right hand of God with Christ Jesus. Today, you are seated in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus, it says that he has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness in Christ. Today, you are a beloved child of the Most High. The Bible declares what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called children of God. So today is a day to rejoice and to proclaim your victory in Christ. To laugh at the, de- at the demons and laugh at the devil and just tell him to go on. Because today Jesus Christ is Lord. Regardless of what happened yesterday, regardless of what obstacles come tomorrow, today Jesus Christ is Lord. Today we are accepted in the beloved. Today the Bible declares that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Today we are uh, wow. You know, today he is smiling at us and he looks at every single one of us and he smiles. He looks down at us and he smiles at us. And it's a smile of pride because he is proud of us. We're his children. Where what manner of love the Father has for us that we should be called children of God. So today is a day to take on a new outlook in life and to take up his perspective and to see through his eyes and to get into your Bible and find out what he says about your life and what he says about your situation and to see what his perspective is because his perspective is victory. And his perspective is rejoicing. 
And his perspective is rest and resting in him. And his perspective is to trust in him and let him show you great and mighty things that you don't understand yet. And his perspective is to to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. Thank you, Jesus. So we're going to play one more song. And sort of a song of celebration. And then Chris is going to join us. And Chris just got out of a prayer meeting. And so it's going to be awesome to hear what happened. And this is Prayer International Radio. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. And we will be right back. Majesty, worship His majesty, unto Jesus be all glory, power, and
majesty Worship His majesty
Well, praise God. Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. This is Face to Face, and I am your host, Chris Herzog. I'll be picking it up for the next uh, hour. And, of course, we had Sean Holmberg in the studio earlier for the first half of the broadcast, and he was just sharing his heart out of the first chapter of Hebrews. And, of course, raising up prayer for those that are listening and for the nations. And, of course, just taking us into a time of worship like we like to do on the broadcast. You know, we are about the presence of the Lord. You know, there's something about the glory of the Lord. There's something about the glory of the Lord. You know, actually, we are really missing glory from our worship service. You know, that's one of the things that's missing, one of the things that's missing in the body, one of the things that's missing in our church going and and in a lot of our meetings. A lot of times we have a lot of singing and noise making and sermons and a lot of Bible reading and a lot of even, maybe even praying. But a lot of times our services and our gatherings are really void of that glory of that breaking anointing of that presence of the Lord that really does an effectual work. You know, the Bible says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And you see, it's, there's something that happens when the Spirit of God, when the presence of God comes upon something or, or comes into the situation. When the glory of the Lord and the presence of God arises upon the scene, listen, there's, a, there's change that's administered. There's change that takes place. The product of His presence is change. You see, there's a product that the glory and the presence of God produces, and it's change. The only place you're really going to change, the only place, and see, the Bible says that by beholding him, by beholding him, by beholding the glory of the Lord, we're transformed, we're transfigured. You see, even when Jesus was taking, taken up on the mountain, and he was there with a handful of the disciples, and they were seeking the face of God, the Bible says that when the glory cloud came, over them that that Jesus was transfigured, his he was changed, that his likeness. He said he was shine bright as the sun. Even when Moses, when 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 Moses was in the presence and the glory of God, when Moses had spent time up on the mountain with the Lord, up in the presence, up in the secret place with God, the Bible says that they had to cover his face. They had to cover his face because his face shone like a sun, that the glory of the Lord was so bright upon his face that it would have literally killed people. It would have done some damage. Because there's a holiness, there's a purity, there's a power that's in the glory of God. And listen, the glory of God has the power to eradicate and destroy sin. It has the power to eradicate and destroy sickness and disease. You see, there's something about the glory. Even the Lord himself said, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. It's by the spirit of God. You see, the Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord's anointed me. Why? There's a reason for the anointing. There's a reason for the glory. There's a reason for the spirit of God. Listen, everybody, if you got your Bibles, let's go to Isaiah 61 real quick. Uh, I want us to see, you know, it's fun to get in the glory of God. It's fun to feel the refreshing and the, the excitement and the exuberance of the Lord. But listen, there's a reason. There's a purpose for the presence. 
There's a purpose for his presence. And we need to realize that. We need to have, come into an understanding that God is not anointing men and women just for the sake of uh, in, a, in a warm, fuzzy blanket of love. And believe me, I love the goosebumps, and I love the glory, and I love to feel the, that warm, fuzzy blanket of love when the, the Spirit of God comes over us. You know, that there's just nothing like just that affirmation of God. There's nothing like that, that just that uh, whatever you call it, when the Father affirms you, and when you feel him wrapping his arms of love around you, and you feel his glory coming over you, Praise God. Listen, we're talking about the glory of God. We're talking about the glory of God. Praise Jesus. Listen, I just want to let you know my, my chatting is going to slow down for a little bit, but I'll jump in there whenever we are playing worship. I'll be back in the chat room so you guys just hang with me. Uh, we just want to bless you tonight in the chat rooms. It looks like we've got all of them. In the service, J.C. Overcomer Ministries, Mary, Walk on Water. Hey, all of y'all in the chat room, bless you tonight. I'm just going through the chat room stuff, speaking blessings every guys. We've been praying for you while Sean was ministering. We had a prayer meeting tonight. Um, my wife and I had a prayer meeting in our home. Uh, like we do every Thursday. Sometimes it goes a little later. Uh, actually, we still have some friends over. Even when I started the broadcast, in fact, they might still be here. I'm not even sure. But, um, you know, praise God, you know, we broadcast out of our home, out of Dallas, Texas, and it's such a blessing to come uh, and be part of your spiritual family. The Bible says when two or more are gathered in agreement, there he is in the midst. Look, this is Prayer International Radio. If you want to give us a call, we're at 619-638-8458. Of course, if you want to get into the chat room and reach us that way, feel free you can get on our website at www.prayerinternational.org. And, of course, you can always send us an email. If you need to reach us somehow, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. We'll be getting a 1-800 number. I know I've said that before, but we've we, we've been held up on that. We'll, we'll get that figured out, guys, if you just be patient with us. We'll get a way where you can communicate with us, and we'll be more thorough with that. In the meantime, try to send, like, email information or ministry information, website information where we can try to just stay in touch with you. That way, if at any point you ever drop off of the program or the broadcast or you're not in the chat room, we still want to reach you. Or the Lord puts something in our hearts for one of you, uh, we definitely want to go forward in that and share, you know, what we feel the Lord is speaking or what we're seeing or what we're feeling with the pray. And so, bless God and bless you guys. We're talking about the Spirit of the Lord. You know, it's not by might. There's there's something that happens in the presence of God that doesn't happen anywhere else. There's something that happens in the presence of God that does not happen anywhere else. And you know, God is building us together as living stones to rise, grow, and increase into a holy habitation of the living God. That's what we're called to do. We're called to be a, a, a dwelling place. We're called to be a container of the glory. We're called to be carriers of his glory. And you see, if we're not carrying his glory, we're not doing our job. If we're not administering his grace and his power and his love, then we're falling short of what the Lord intended for us in the earth. See, we're his ambassadors. We're ambassadors for Christ. 
We're ambassadors for Christ. See, we're, we're, to, we're to come together and form a Holy Spirit embassy where his kingdom is established here. You see, in every major country, there are embassies. There are foreign embassies, okay, on foreign soil. If you go to another country, there's, there's going to be an American embassy. If you go to Europe, there's going to be an American embassy somewhere there where when you go to an embassy, even though you're on foreign soil and you're an American citizen, you can go into that embassy and it's a safe place. It's a safe harbor. Well, in the same way, God is calling us his ambassadors, and and God's plan, his purpose, his agenda, his kingdom, his agenda is that his kingdom come, that his kingdom be established, that the governments rest on his shoulders. You see, God is establishing the government of the kingdom of God. God is establishing his authority here upon the earth. God is establishing his kingdom. His kingdom come. That's why we pray that. Jesus said, pray his kingdom come. Pray his will be done. And when we seek first his kingdom, when we're about kingdom business, there's something that happens. There's something that happens. So praise God. You know, we, uh, sorry, I just got caught up looking a little bit in the chat room here. There's something that happens in the presence of God. And look, when, you're behold, when you behold him and you're transported, transformed and you're transfigured into his image, you're conformed into the image of Christ, you're conformed into God's representative, whether you're a man or woman in the earth, listen, God has called you to be his representative, his image, uh, his hands, his feet, his mouthpiece in the earth. And when you are walking around in the earth, you are an ambassador, you represent a kingdom, a Holy Ghost embassy, you represent the embassy of God, the embassy of heaven. And when you say, hey, I'm an ambassador for Christ, and saying, look, I represent God and his kingdom. I am taking a stand. I am making a voice. I am making a way for God and his kingdom to be established in the earth. God said, let his will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. We need to understand exactly what does that mean. Exactly what does that mean? Let his kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. We need to find that out. We need to find out what he means by that. We need to find out what he's speaking by that. So praise God. Praise God. Well, glory to God. We just bless you tonight. Look, this is Prayer International Radio. We just want you to feel free to check out what's going on. We just want to thank you tonight for everything. Look, if you need to get a hold of us, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. You can send in prayer requests that way. You can call us at 619-638-8458. You can reach us that way. And, you know, praise God, we want to be here. We want to be available to you. We want to be available for you. And I know we've got some people in the chat room. If you feel like you want to get in the chat room, if you have some prayer requests, you can send them on the chat room. Uh, message board, look, if, if you want.
want to private, feel free to see. You can send me a private message if there's anything you need to share. I'm, I'm in the chat room as well. Of course, when I start sharing the Word of God, my chatting will slow down, but I'll get back in there during the music times. So listen, we want to reach out to our Blog Talk Radio family tonight. We thank you, those of you that have Blog Talk Radio stations and you're in ministry and you're moving forward with the things of God and you are following the Father's plan for your life. We want to affirm you and bless you in that and encourage you to go forward and not to be weary and well-doing. But if you continue to go forward, you will reap in due season if you faint not. We want to encourage you in that. God is not slack concerning his promises. And so, again, if you need to call in, 619-638-8458. If you want to uh, chat in, jump in the chat room. If you want to call in, call in. If you want to email, whatever, email. Hey, we're here, and we bless you guys. You know, you guys are such a blessing just to know that we can make a difference in your lives, just to know that we can, you know, really make a difference in what's going on and that means the world to us. That means the world to us. Just knowing that we can be here for you, that we are effectively making an influence. We're making an impact. And it's not us. Let me just say that. Look, if anyone is taking a stand for Jesus, if any man or woman or child or teenager is you know, raising up a standard in Christ and declaring the things of God and doing the things of God, listen... Yes, it's them having to take that step of faith. But look, the Bible says God is in us to willing to do of his good pleasure. And it's the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead that dwells in us. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by his spirit. So listen, any good thing, it comes from above. Jesus said no one's good but God. And so when we say, hey, we're being effective, we're, we're saying this. We're boasting in God. Our boast is in the Lord. Our boast is in God. We could not do this. We could not. Look, this is a God thing. I mean, how can a person juggle a job and a ministry and a radio show and a website and all this and still figure out a time for their family and still figure out a time to socialize? And Look, it's got to be God. Because believe me, the demands of the day are too much that without Jesus, you're going to pull your hair out. I know if I didn't have the Holy Ghost centering me, if I didn't have the presence and the peace and the joy of the Lord as my strength, I really don't know where I'd be. I really do not know where I'd be without the Lord and without the presence of God, without the joy of the Lord being my strength today. Praise God. We're going to go into a time of worship briefly, and then we're going to get into uh, Isaiah 61. Praise God. We just want to thank you again.
All right, well, praise God. We are back. This is Prayer International Radio, 
name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host for the next half hour. And, of course, we're spending some time worshiping and sharing in the chat room, going back and forth, uh, and some private messages and whatnot, uh, just talking to people. Just wanted to see, um, let you guys know, we have the prayer line open if you want to call in. Even if you want to call in, let's say you're ever traveling and you don't have computer access or can't get to uh, the Internet, you can always call in also and listen to the show if you need to, 619-638-8458. Of course, you can call in for prayer, leave requests, call in and talk to the host, call in to be on the show. There's different options there, but feel free to check it out. Of course, you can always email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. Get in the chat room. Get on the website, www.prayerinternational.org. We have lots of daily devotionals and messages and different things up. We're starting to add some video and some worship videos to it. And, uh, here this next week, we'll be kicking off quite a bit of video presentation and things going on uh, in that category, in that realm. Anyways, so we are talking about the spirit of the Lord and the anointing that breaks the yoke and the, it is by... Spirit of the Lord. By the Spirit of the Lord that things happen. And we are so thankful for the Holy Ghost. We're so thankful for God. Praise God. Well, we just want to spend some time. We just want to say we're we're praying. Uh, got a few serious needs in the chat room, or, you know, in prayer right now. We just want to bless Marianne. We just thank you uh, for for reaching out. We just want to bless you. We just want to bless you right now. We just pray for, for what you're going through, what your family's going through, and your situation. We don't want to talk too much about it, obviously, on the air. But just know that there are intercessors praying for you. There are people praying for your family, praying for your safety, praying for your peace and protection, and whatever's going on in this situation. And again, we want to be as discreet as possible. A lot of times we will only give out names or nicknames on the show just for everybody's safety. But we really are, uh, you know, raising up intercessors to pray for different needs and different situations and want to make ourselves available however we can for that. So know that you are not alone and that God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? So praise God. You know, we've got uh, Joe and Cheryl, Sister Lupe, Sister Mary, different people in the chat room. I know more than anything, a few of you in there are able ministers, and, you know, God can work through you. So I just encourage you guys, get in the chat room and share with each other, pray for each other. Be the body of Christ to one another and allow the Lord to work through you and in you mightily. You know, the Spirit of the Lord, you know, God did not save us. He did not bring us into his kingdom just so that we could just come into his kingdom. He wanted fellowship. He wanted relationships. And, you know, that's what the grace of God is for. The grace of God and the, the graciousness of God is to bring us into a relationship with Christ. 
Fragrance is a relationship to the Holy Spirit. And God's grace goes out to help us in our relationship. And praise God for that. But God's glory and God's Spirit is there uh, for the purposes of God and for the kingdom. You know, it's, it's one thing. You can understand Jesus in, in a place of grace and understand the relationship with God. Come into a salvation experience and know God, but never, you know, you can know God's grace through the blood of Jesus and know God's grace through the person of Jesus Christ, but you may never know His glory. And the glory of God is that power, that tangible presence that brings the joy, that brings the peace, that brings the provision. And so we've got to realize God wants us to have a grace-filled life, but he also wants us to have a glory-filled life. And there's a reason for the glory. There's a reason for the, the Holy Ghost and that power of God. It's one thing to know about the person of God through the grace of God, but it's another thing to know the power of God. So Isaiah 61, here we go. And I'm going to actually read the whole chapter, which is just 11 verses, but I really feel like we need to just Stay in the flow here. So Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. Sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To preach and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, or the year of the Lord's favor, and the day of vengeance to our God, of our God, and to comfort all that mourn. To appoint for them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And they shall build up the old wastes, and they shall raise up the former desolation. They shall repair the waste cities and desolations of many generations, and strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. And the sons of the aliens shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers, but you shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall be called you the ministers of our God, and you shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall you boast yourselves. For your shame you shall have double. And for a confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore in their land they shall possess Double everlasting joy shall be in the bed. For the Lord loves judgment. He hates robbery for burnt offering. He will direct their work in truth, and he will make an everlasting covenant with them. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the seed which the Lord has blessed. And I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in God. In God, in my God, my soul shall be joyful. For he has clothed me with the garment of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. And the bridegroom decketh herself with ornament. As the bride adorns herself with joy, so the earth brings forth her bud. And the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth. So the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before the nations. Praise God. So that's Isaiah 61, 1 through 11. And now let's break that down. We're going to break it down. 
right, so right now it looks like uh, we've got a few prayer requests coming in. I'm going to break down Isaiah 61 in just a minute. I just want to lift up a prayer request. We, we had uh, our brother Joe uh, just asking for us to pray for a local pastor. We don't know who this man or uh, this person is. But I guess he was in a situation uh, with child pornography. Apparently this has caused a lot of pain for his congregation and for him and his family, for the body of Christ. And we need to realize, you know, a lot of times uh, the enemy can really come in and, and knock the people of God down. And listen, we want to pray we want to bless this man of God. The Bible says, you who are spiritual. Now listen to this, because this is something we need to learn. Now granted, sometimes there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Okay, so I don't know if we lost sound. It looks like this is sound went out. Sometimes there's wolves in sheep's clothing. And then sometimes there's sheep that fall and get caught up with a pack of wolves. And you need to discern the difference. And you know that takes time. It takes prayer. It takes leading and discernment of the Holy Spirit. It really takes judging and bearing the fruit that's in people's lives. Now, I don't know the whole situation. Let me just say this, uh, you know, we need to just pray for these these men and women of God, even when they fall, even when they mess up, even when they blow it, because it's not just the people that are involved, but the people that are around them. Uh, the people that are around them get hurt, too. Congregate, when pastors fall, their families get hurt. When pastors fall, their people get hurt. The congregation gets hurt. People they're ministering get hurt. The people they're in ministry with get hurt. And so the Bible says you who are spiritual need to restore such a one in a spirit of meekness. A lot of times we're so great at kicking people when they're down or pointing fingers and saying, well, brother, judgment begins in the house of God. Yes, it does, but listen, in the in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, when the men of God were up there and it was time to bring the offerings the men of God to the house of God there was a couple named Ananias and Sapphira who actually sold property and brought offerings to the Lord and in the process of this they sold the property and they brought part of the money not all of it and the men of God called them out and they lied in the presence of the Lord and you know what they dropped dead now let's back up for a minute let's think about that this is the old covenant? No. This is the New Covenant. Was this Old Testament? No. This was New Testament Christianity. Was this the old dispensation before the Holy Spirit was given? Before Jesus left the earth? No. This was after Jesus left the earth. And when the Holy Spirit was given, this was the New Testament church that were functioning in the same dispensation that we are. Let me say this. When these men and women lied in the presence of God, 
They fell over dead. They fell over dead. Okay? Now, this happened in a New Testament church, in a New Testament situation, in a New Covenant Christianity. The Holy Spirit judged them. No man had to judge them. No man had to pronounce their sentence. No man had to scrutinize them and do all this stuff. God just took care of it. God just took care of it. He purged his church. Now, is the Lord merciful? Yes, he is. Is he compassionate? Yes. Is he slow to anger? Yes. But you know, sometimes there's a drawing line where God draws the line and he says, like, I'm going to have a bride without spot or blemish. I'm going to have a bride that's not in filthy garments, stained garments, but she can be white as snow. Though your sin be as crimson, you should be right as snow. Why? Because God is purging. This church, God is purifying his bride. So we just want to bless. Pray for these pastors. Whether God's working a process to restore them back into ministry and in right with their families and in right with the people, praise God. Or if God's working a process to remove them and expose their, their fruitless deeds of darkness, we just pray, look, real Christianity, praise the will of God. It does their best to restore. Of course, if people don't want restoration and they don't want to do things right, then there's a process in that. And so I had to chase that rabbit trail for a minute. I had to talk about that just for a minute. Let me tell you why. Because it's an important issue. You know, I think it's something that needs to be addressed. And I know, uh, you know, so you guys pray. Pray for our ministers. Pray for the ministers that are following. Pray for Christian brothers and sisters or Christian family that the Lord would walk them through situations in their lives. The Lord would reign and rule in their lives. Now, look, I know we talked about Isaiah 61, and I'm getting carried away here. So, look, I'm going to jump back into it. We're going to go back to Isaiah 61 right towards the end and step it up in prayer. I'm going to break for a song, give you guys some time to call in, pray, think about things, absorb, chat, fellowship, whatever's going on. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host for the next 15 minutes. We are declaring the Word of God to the nations, declaring the Word of God over this nation, declaring God's will be done in His kingdom come in America and the United States over President Barack Obama and his cabinet and his family, over everyone that's in the government, in the Senate, in the memorial uh, candidates, and those that are running for mayors and governors and senators, those that are judges and lawmakers, politicians. We just bless them right now in the name of Jesus. Those that are in embassies on other forms, well, we just bless them. And those that are our troops, we bless our troops. We bless the American citizens and pray, Father, that you would shake everything that can be shaken in America, Father. We pray that you would send revival fire. You would send a revival to this nation. In Jesus' name. That you send your fire, Lord, to this nation. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that healing rains come. Pour out this 
Praise God, we're back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. And just wrapping up the last 10 or 15 minutes or so, I guess we've got about 10 more minutes on the program. We're talking about the Spirit of the Lord. I'm going to go ahead and just touch base on this, and we're going to wrap up in prayer tonight. But the Bible says, Isaiah 61 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek and sent me to bind up the broken heart, proclaim liberty to the captives, and open up prison to them that are bound. Listen, the reason the Holy Ghost is upon his men and women is we have a job to do. We have a calling of God on our life. He's sending us out to proclaim and declare, preach, and let people know 
the good news, the good tidings, and this good tiding is to the poor in spirit and to the poor. This good tiding is to the meek and the humble. This good news is to bring the brokenhearted and help them not be bound up, but to set them liberty, to set them free in their hearts. See, the hope deferred will make the heart sick. And when your hope is deferred, listen, you need to know there's hope in Jesus. You need to know that all the promises of God are yes and amen in him, and he's not slack concerning his promises. Look, there's an openness of prison to them that are bound. When you're bound up and you're in bondage and you're in chains and the enemy's got you, and you can't see straight because you're imprisoned and you're ensnared by your own bondage or your own word. Maybe you're imprisoned by the fruit of your lips. See, we don't realize, but sometimes even our own words become a snare to us. That's why we have to speak by the Spirit. We have to get the Word of God in our mouth. But we are to proclaim liberty to the captives and open up the prison to them that are bound. And not only spiritual prisons, but even visit those that are in real prisons. Father, bless those that are in prisons right now. In real prisons, in real jails. And bless those that have created their own prison, their own jail, through the words and the things that they're doing. Set them free tonight, in the name of Jesus, set them free. To proclaim the acceptable, verse 2, proclaim the acceptable, preach the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God and to comfort all that mourn. The year of favor, you see that acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance, that's, that's also called the year of favor. If you want favor, you need to get in the spirit of God. If you want to be comforted and comfort all that mourn, get in the Spirit of God. That's why the Holy Spirit is given. He's the comforter. So point to them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes. Do you have ashes? Do you have stubble today? Listen. Do you have ashes? God wants to make it beautiful. The things that are ugly in your life, He wants to make it beautiful. Oil of joy for mourning. Joy comes in the morning. And there's joy in the presence of the Lord. The joy of the Lord will be your strength. If you'll ask him, God, take away my heaviness. Take away my mourning and let me have a praise. Give me the spirit of praise. The garment of praise will come against the spirit of heaviness. Why? Because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He says that he wants you to be called the tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that they might be glorified. Go to Psalm 1 and read what it says. Trees of righteousness. Well, how do you become a tree of righteousness? You get planted and grafted. You get the uncorruptible seed of the word of God and planted in your soul and you allow the life of God to be produced inside of you. And you become a tree of righteousness. Planted beside the rivers of living water. That way your leaves won't wither and your flower won't fade and whatever you do will prosper. And you'll bear fruit. You'll bring forth fruit in your season. Verse 4 says, the Spirit of the Lord is on you to build up old waste places and raise up former desolations to repair former waste cities. Strangers shall feed your flocks and your sons and aliens shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. Listen, God wants to bring a praise and a glory to those people that are strangers and even your enemies. He wants to turn it around for you. He wants to turn it around for you. He wants to Turn it around for you and take the rubble and the ashes and the junk of your life and raise up the waste places. What's wasted in your life? What do you think has been ruined? What is the locust and the canker worm coming, eating up in your life? Well, God wants to restore it. God wants to redeem it. God wants to turn it around. 
All things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Coming to free you from bondage. He's coming to raise up the waste cities and the former desolations. Whatever's wasted and ruined in your life, God wants to use it and get glory out of it. Praise God. He says you shall be named the priest of the Lord. You'll become ministers of our God. You'll eat the riches of the Gentiles, and you'll boast in yourselves in their glory. Wherever you have shame, God says, I'll give you double, and for your confusion, I'll cause you to rejoice. You'll possess double, and you'll get everlasting joy unto them. Listen, if you feel like you've got shame, you've got confusion, you've got things in your life that you're not happy, you're, you're not proud of, God says, I will give you double portion of glory and honor for that shame if you'll commit it and submit it to him. If you'll become a son of the Most High God and allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead you and guide you, God promises blessing in your life. Praise God. So he says, And his feet shall be known among the Gentiles, their offspring. Oh, I skipped one. The Lord loves judgment. He hates robbery and burnt offerings. But he directs their work in truth. See, he wants to direct whatever you do in truth. Truth, truth, truth. He wants to make an everlasting covenant with you so that you will not be cut off and that your seed will be blessed so that you'll greatly rejoice that you'll be clothed with the garments of salvation. Verse 10. Covered with robes of righteousness and adorned. God wants to adorn you as his bride. He wants to cover you. He wants to cover you and bless you. And the Bible says, For as the earth brings forth bud, and as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth and grow. Look, if you will sow, if you will plant, the Bible says you will reap in due season if you pay not. What you reap, what you sow, you will reap. And if you sow sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. Praise God. Listen, trust the Lord. Trust the Lord with all this. I know we're running out of time. So we're going to wrap it up. The Bible says, So the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. It's time to get the word of God in our mouth, the high praise of God in our mouth, and the two-edged sword in our hand. It's time to go forth as the mighty warriors in Christ. And God said he is raising up an exceeding great army by the power of his spirit that he would breathe upon dry bones, if we would prophesy over dry bones, there would be a noise and a shaking and a coming together. And as we declare the noise of God, as we declare the proclamations of heaven and make a noise that will shake the earth, I'm telling you there will be a rattling and a shaking. And all of a sudden, the dry bones and the deadness of the wasted things will begin to be raised up. God will raise it up and cause an exceeding great army to stand up in the desert. He said, I'll give you rivers in the desert. The fire will not burn you. The, the flood will not overflow you. So listen, wait on the Lord and he'll strengthen you. I'm here to tell you, God's not slack concerning his promises. Let me pray for you real quick. In the name of Jesus, we just pray that you'd be touched tonight, the power of God would touch you, the will of God would be done in your life, the kingdom of God would come in your life. We bless Pastor Rob tonight. Pastor Rob, thanks for watching. We bless Walk on Water. Sister Lupe, we bless Mary Ann. We just bless right now JT Overcomer Ministries. We just bless all in the service, Lord, Brother Joe, Brother Sister Cheryl. 
Sister Libby, hey, bless you guys tonight. We just want to bless you and say the will of God be done and the kingdom of God come in your life tonight. And we thank you. We thank you for what the Lord is doing. So we just bless you tonight in Jesus' name. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.